0: what to do before 2022. That is what we're going to be talking about today. And on our next show as well, Julie has created a great list, I think of 17, 20 points, something like that. Yeah. Yes, And there's, they are low impact, easily done things that once you've get them done, you'll feel a lot happier that you've gotten something completed. The thing that you do not want to have happen is do not lose the momentum of being uh, in work in work mode. In other words, if you completely and totally check out For the rest of the year and into maybe the first or second week of January, you're going to have a very hard time emotionally, physically, and then ultimately financially getting things back up to speed. So we strongly encourage you, and you guys know this because most of you listen to us every day, to actually have started your year back in October. In other words, start your 2022 three months prior to the actual start of the year, because that gives you an enormous advantage on the marketplace. But if you are just discovering us now, listening to us for the first time, or you didn't take our advice back three day, uh, three months ago, that's fine. It's not as good, but it's fine. Do not wait until January 1st. I promise you, it'll be one of the biggest regrets you have. So listen to the notes, uh, take action on the things we're going to suggest all of you today. Now, before we get to our first point, I want to continue with the theme that we've been doing all month of gratitude towards all of you. And today we're going to be reading some of the reviews of our book on Amazon. And if you guys want to get the book, and again, if you're looking for something to do over the holidays, uh, definitely consider reading our book or downloading the Audible version. The book is called Harris Rules. It's quite simple, called Harris Rules, almost almost 500 five-star reviews. So we're going to read some of these. And the reason that we like to acknowledge these is because a lot of people take a lot of time to uh, actually do uh, make some very thoughtful, considerate comments and They're giving gratitude towards us in the book, but what they're really doing is they're trying to influence all of you guys to consider reading the book as well because the book had such a great positive impact on their lives. They're suggesting it might have the same on yours. So These are people that are very much in the mindset of gratitude, and we want to acknowledge them, and we really uh, certainly appreciate it. So Julie, you can just read a few of these, and uh, and some of these are in the form of video, but like this one down here, this person created this. Julie, Christy created a great review, cool. um, but you can read that too in yes. any event.
1: Okay, so just a few of these, and then we'll jump into our points of what to do in 20, before 2022. So the first one is from Sherry Edinger, and we appreciate you Sherry, with your five-star review on the Harris Rules book. It says, must have for real estate agents. Sherry writes, Harris Rules has helped me launch my real estate career. It's a no-nonsense, back-to-basics guide. It gives so much useful information on how to be a successful agent. There are lifestyle tips as well. You can really feel the care and effort that went into creating this book. There's something in it for everyone, and I highly recommend it, as well as their podcast, which you guys are listening to now, uh, Real Estate Coaching Radio. So thank you for that, Sherry, and your five stars. Now, GE Smith, also a five-star review, says, A must-read for realtors who want to perform. Great common-sense tips to achieve your goals and run a profitable practice. At last, no more languishing in mediocrity. Now,
0: some of of these I haven't, I don't remember, but like this next one, she actually took the time, uh, Christy, to create a really great video.
1: Yes, and Christy writes, it's a great book. I'm glad to have the paperback as I also have it on Audible. It really has an awesome book for new realtors and real, let's see. I just need to freshen up. It's a really good book. Should get it. I'm a coaching student of theirs. I believe in everything they say. I sold 16 houses my first year. That's fantastic. Of joining the coaching program. They give you a step-by-step confidence boost. Instead of getting ready to get started, earn while you learn. I'm good at that, LOL. Listen to their daily podcast, too. So thank you for that, Christy.
0: And this po- and this book, some of you guys, it's kind of funny in the comments. Sometimes people, or the reviews, some people ask, well, Tim and Julie are really busy. How'd they take the time to write this book? I'll tell you how we did it. We did what we didn't want to do, and we <laughs> didn't want to do it at the highest level.
1: A bit at a time. I, you know, it's <laughs> it not like we years. sat down and wrote the whole yeah. thing in one afternoon.
0: It was painful, and Julie did most of the work. And <sighs> chapter she had, by chapter. And she had four editors who were constantly, you know, riding her, her butt to get the book done. But it got done. And the effort was definitely, um, the results were definitely equal equal to or not greater than the effort.
1: Yes, I would say even greater than, like I didn't even know that there would be an index and there was an index editor of all things, right? (laughs) Okay, so Lacey says, actionable advice for everyone in real estate, step by step and actionable, exactly what I needed. Tammy says, great book, uh, a lot of useful information. And then let's see. Let's
0: make this the long. This one's kind of long, so let's make this one out the last who wrote one. S T seventy seven. Whoever that is.
1: The five star manual for five star real estate career. If you do what it says, I like that part. This book is unlike any other real estate book because it's not really a book; it's a user's manual. No, wait, it's a professional's manual. Books are read, manuals are studied and implemented. Good point. I'm amazed at the one star, two star, even four star comments, uh, which is less than ten percent of the total reviews. That should tell you something hey, I get it. I've been a pretty skeptical person myself when I don't know what I don't know. In my humble opinion, those reviews real more, reveal more about the people rating the book than anything on a number of things just saying. Yes, I'm a real real estate agent that with the help of this book, the no BS approach it teaches, the community of successful agents that adhere to the principles and don't quit attitude have all contributed in helping me get back in this business and begin to not only survive, but to thrive. This is coming from someone who swore they would never do real estate again. Sure, I too would make it a one-star book if I wasn't going to actually do what I didn't want to do when I didn't want to do it at the highest level. Yep, that's pretty much the foundation of this book. I might even rate it a three or a four if I were a so-so agent that had not gone through the crash of 2008 and is still enjoying my one-spoke sphere of influence business. Look, folks, it's 18 rules that have shown to work for countless agents, including myself, in all types of markets and economies. When the rules are followed and implemented, this manual is not 18 opinions by authors that have never sold real estate at a high level, nor is it 18 easy suggestions by real estate agents that were kind of successful the last time the market was hot and houses sold themselves. One thing I've learned as a result of this book, there's two reasons for ignorance. They don't know, in this case, haven't read the book, and won't know, refuse to do what it says, which leads down one road, frustrated, broke, and going out of business. So get the book, follow and implement the rules, And get on the right track to the land of Libertas. Your future self will thank you for that. So thank you for what a very insightful and introspective review. And I love all the action Uh, words in there
0: and we do know who wrote that he signed off David Tatum and so David David, David. is right that if you uh, are looking for easy buttons and you're looking for things that will not uh, put you in a a position of having to learn and be of service to other people not the book for you if you want to create a bunch of social media and TikTok videos and you think the clouds are going to part and the leads are going to spill into your lap and you know all your problems are going to be solved through passive means not the book for you David's absolutely right we can read one more I think
1: One more, and this uh, also has five stars. Thank you to somebody named Maru, M-A-R-U, who writes, I love all the topics and advice in this book, which I can see myself using as a manual for doing my job. The topic that best fit my needs at this time was the section that talked about full-time income on a part-time schedule. Thank you. And yes, you know, I think that we are perhaps the only coaching organization and coaches that are out there who actually do support our part-time agents, people who are transitioning part-time, even those that will always be part-time because that's how they've decided to run their business. That's okay, but there are rules to follow, just as he mentioned, if you're going to be part-time and expect a full-time income, there are some specific things that we talk about in the Harris Rules book. So go ahead and grab that on Amazon. If you're traveling, check it out in airport bookstores easy to get. And you can also download it to Audible. Maybe you're sitting on a four-hour plane flight and you want to listen to the Audible version. We love, we didn't read it, but we did find a really great narrator for the uh, Audible version. And man, there are
0: some people that are pissed that we didn't read it. When we, do our, know, when we do our next book, I think you're going to read it. Probably. You did do a really good job. I just so. oh yeah, the, no, the guy that uh, the uh, publisher hired was fantastic. But so if you're looking for, and it's by the way, uh, 90, what would it just be? 96% that are a four or five star uh, review night, uh, 89% are a five star review. So yeah, I guess people like it. <laughs> and the book has sold tens of thousands of copies. I mean, it's one of the best selling real estate books uh, for real estate practitioners to learn how to build their businesses of all time. So if you're looking for a great Christmas read, if you're looking for a gift for the real estate professional in your life, and, and the best part is it actually comes wrapped in a festive green cover that is the cover of the book, green as in teal as in pretty close to the color of money. How about that? So go ahead and uh, pop over to Amazon or all the other major booksellers, the best booksellers all are carrying our book. All right, Julie, so let's get to our topic for today. I renamed it, but the gist of it was, is really what you should be doing in 2022 prior to the start of the year. And I think we set it up a second ago, just kind of you know laying the groundwork for what these guys need to be doing so they make sure that they don't peter into the year.
1: Yes, and none of these points are difficult, but they are all important. So what to do before 2022? This is your action plan. Real Estate Agent 2022 action plan. Point number one, check on your pending transactions set to close in the last two weeks of December or the first week of January and close them early if possible. Here's the thing, guys. Christmas and New Year's Day are both on a Saturday, but Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve fall on Fridays, which means nobody's going to close on those days. Avoid delays with smarter scheduling. Get in front of that right now. And if it's not ready to close, choose some days that aren't like Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, where your title companies are going to be closed.
0: Do you have any points in here about expired palooza, by the way?
1: No, but that's a good point. To All do. right. So oh, we're going to make a bonus point for those
0: of you who are listening and not reading our notes. We're going to give you a bonus point 1A and 1A is going to be expired palooza. This is the best time of year to be hunting for expireds by far. There are really, there's no other better time. And here's what you're going to run into. You're gonna call expireds, and all of them are expired. Some of them are gonna be withdrawn. Some are gonna claim temporary withdrawal. Check with your MLS to make sure you're allowed to call them. And if you are, call them because you're, what you're gonna discover is if you use our scripts and you ask the seller a simple mis- uh, question. Because here's what every seller is gonna say: that's especially withdrawns or even the expireds. You're gonna say, "We're gonna put it back on the market in the spring." And you could say, Mr. Seller, I appreciate the fact that you're going to put the house back on the market in the spring. And you know what? That might be the best thing for you. Notice the first thing I'm doing, guys, is not trying to make the seller wrong. And then you pivot. And then you say, but Mr. Seller, let me ask you a quick question. If there was a clear financial advantage that could equate to tens of thousands of extra dollars in your pocket at time of closing, would you still want to wait 30 or 60 days to put the house back for sale? Now, if they say yes, then obviously then, you know, Maybe follow they the, got a reason. Follow the script and then set the uh, premise up that you're going to be calling them. You know, So I'll give you a call in 30 days. And by the way, one of the rules of our coaching is when you say you're going to call them in 30 days, you don't wait 30 days. You call them uh, at least once a week. But realistically, if you're going to be on the outside of it, call them every two weeks. But our suggestion is if you get a hot seller that's going to put their house back for sale, that you follow this simple rule. When you get a hot seller lead, there's Here's your lead follow-up rules. You follow up with them until one of two things happen. They list with you or unfortunately somebody or, uh, somebody else or they file a restraining order against you. That's how aggressive your lead follow-up needs to be. Now, not aggressive in the sense that you're being gross, but aggressive in the sense that they you know you're interested in selling the house. So you're gonna follow up with them. You're gonna, you know, whatever it takes. And again, our follow-up plan is part of our coaching program. It leads, it lays out every single thing you should be doing with follow-up. But the point is, is this time of year is expired Palooza. There's droves and droves of expireds that are temporarily expired that will go back for sale and whatever they determine to be the spring. And that's the other sometimes the thing that sometimes sellers say, we're going to put it back on the, uh, the house back on the market in the spring. Agents listening, does the spring mean the same thing to you as it does to them? Probably not. So ask them, okay, Mr. Seller, I appreciate that. So you're going to put it back on the market in the spring. So when is the spring? Like what, when are you thinking? And then they're going to say, well, we're thinking about putting back for sale, let's say, in the middle of March. Middle of March, okay, well, that's certainly a a great time. But can I tell you, Mr. Seller, why that might not be the best thing for, for you financially to wait until then to put the house back on the market? And they're going to say yes. Well, Mr. Seller, I'm in contact with sellers all day who are telling me pretty much the same thing, which then tells me there's going to be a lot of houses coming for sale Uh, This spring, as there are every spring, which usually leads to a lot more competition. Whereas, Mr. Seller, you might be surprised to find that right now is one of the best times to have your house for sale because there are fewer homes that are competing with you. And then listen to what they have to say, if they say anything. So Mr. Seller, you probably agree it just makes sense that you'd have the house for sale now opposed to the spring so you could potentially make tens of thousands of extra dollars. And then follow our script and we tell you how to close the appointment. But the point of all this, guys, is that you are working this time of year so you're not having to rebuild your momentum going into the following year.
1: And by the way, don't be shocked and surprised when they actually don't give you that objection. Some of them are so motivated that they will get it back on the market. I had lots of coaching calls this week where yes, new listings were taken, launched and sold last weekend.
0: Well, Julie's bringing up a good point. Sometimes the sellers don't wanna take the houses off the market. The listing agents just don't wanna work. And so this is a really hackish listing agent problem. They'll encourage the seller to take the house off the market, not because there's not viable buyers out there, but because, again, they just don't want to work or they don't know any better. You know, ignorance. Somebody
1: told them nothing sells during the holidays.
0: Ignorance or apathy or both. But the truth is, guys, and get into the MLS and research this statistically. What you'll see is this time of year, houses do sell. Of course, they do sell, but they have a tendency also to sell for closer to asking price because there's less inventory for the buyers buyers to choose from. Now, the more expensive the house, the better it is to have this time uh, for sale this time of That's year true. because you got a lot of people that have set artificial and real deadlines to be in their house by a certain date, usually by the beginning of the following year. More expensive housing is going to have a lot of relocating folks and they're going to be generally have to be on their new jobs by January 1st, which means they are making housing decisions now.
1: Yes, and here's proof of that. You know how I love our our, uh, rentals going vacant in the winter in Columbus, right? My least favorite time. Happened twice in the past month. Instantly rented. And do you know who rented them? Wayward sellers who had already sold their houses and couldn't find anything to buy yet.
0: And we raised the rents big time.
1: Yes, and that tells you there, there are, yes, relocating executives in those higher price ranges that want to be in by January. And there's also people who haven't been able to buy a house yet. So get those listings. Okay, don't forget expired palooza. Point number two, this is really critical guys. Resolve all financing, inspection, possession, and appraisal issues immediately on your pending transactions. This is how you should always operate, but not just during the holidays, but especially during the holidays. The issues will not get better when you procrastinate them. Communicate regularly with these clients so they don't cancel on you due to their own holiday stress. Nothing worse than having stressed out people followed by inspection woes. Well, they pe- will back out of deals.
0: They'll lose their momentum, basically. Yes. They'll lose their momentum and their motivation because they had a fight with their mother in law or some silly yeah, ass and thing they'll like that. Make it your problem. It, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, or they'll just it basically they'll give up. because generally speaking, people can juggle maybe two or three emotional you know, balls at the same time. And after that, they just are an overload.
1: Right. And they look for some kind of easy resolution. They'll say, you know what? This is too stressful. I'm just going to break up with my transaction. Don't let it happen. Point
0: number three.
1: Send Christmas or holiday cards to all of your pending clients, coming soon listing clients, anyone who referred business to you, including other realtors. Now, we
0: want to drill down on this. If you have people that sent you business that the business uh, didn't even uh, close, right? Someone tried to send you a lead. Somebody thought of you enough to send you uh, an opportunity to list or sell a house, right? You have to be very gratuitous in your praise of them, especially around the holidays. Yes, give them a gift. What Julie and I used to do, and you know, you do or don't think this is a good idea, but we used to go out and for our best referring clients, we would give them a, a bottle of wine. You guys can do all kinds of different things, but the key is to give it to them Don't leave it on their doorstep. And what Julie and I would do, and this was a lot of work, but it was fun, is we'd fill up the back of our car with a bunch of fancy wine bags and a bunch of, I'd say, moderately priced wine. And we'd drive around every Saturday morning in December. And I could see, looking at your face, you remember doing that. And we would look nice and professional. And we would knock on their door and we would give them their bottle of wine and wish them Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and the rest of it. Do something similar. So anybody that even tried to send you business, you got to love on those people big time. All right, right. so this is a good time to remind you guys, if you've not yet completed your 2022 real estate business and lead generation plan, get it done. And we've made it very simple for you. Just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to four seven three seven two. Text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 47372. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link to download the book. You have to text back and say yes. And then after you say yes, you're then going to be sent the link to download the real estate treasure map. It is another perfect project, which is on this list, by the way, to get completed this time of year if you've not done it already. So complete your real estate treasure map. It is a fill in the blank. It's a book, by the way. It's like 70 pages and three fourths of the the book, the, the treasure map. It's all about basically setting goals. Uh, the fallacies of setting goals. The, essentially, why you know a, a goal is a dream with an action plan. It walks you through all the work of having to get that done. And then the last part is the best part. That's the fill in the blank uh, actual business and, and business business and personal life plan. So it's both. All you got to do is text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, our name, Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 47372. And when you do, you get all that. And oh, by the way, you're also going to um, be able to schedule yourself for a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. That is all completely free to you. The real estate treasure map and a free coaching call. Look, some of you guys need somebody to talk to. They're there. You're, That's right. Text the, word, ask. text the word Harris to 47372, and you'll be able to download the treasure map, and you'll also be able to speak to one of our new member coaches. Get that done now. Text the word Harris to 47372.
1: That's right. And you mentioned point number four was getting those holiday pop-bys done to people who referred to you, but also your best past clients. Get those done. And there's a big discussion going on in our Facebook Live group for our premier coaching clients who are doing the Wrapping Paper Pop-Buy Project that we've mentioned on previous podcasts. It's not too late to do that. Point number five, in this last month of the year, decide when you'll be on and when you'll be off. It's okay to take time off, but it's inefficient and stressful to be half in and half out. Decide what your work days are and what your play days are and mark them in your schedule and then stick to it. Don't be at a holiday party checking your phone. You're missing the point if you're doing that.
0: Well, again, this this is really hard for, you know, frankly, people that are I'd say miswired like you and I are. I agree
1: where, completely. Where we like
0: to work and having uh, non-structured days. I mean, it. I feel a little bit like you know, Wapner, Wapner, Wapners at four. <laughs> you know, right. not having a structured day is definitely not. It's, it's something that's abnormal because it goes against everything that it took for us mm-hmm. to become the people we've become or are becoming. Yes. But the reality of it is, is I've learned as I've gotten older, and I mm-hmm. think you have too. Though you're staying at thirty-five forever, forever. I've noticed right. that. Um, it is an incredible blessing to force yourself in some cases to not actually have more than maybe the first half of the day structured and then take the rest of the day off, especially this time of year. And mm-hmm. what I've been doing to occupy my you know, neuroses basically is listening to podcasts reading books
1: yes working out
0: working out for sure i mean doing other things like you are uh, we're are one of our great sponsors uh, the meal company what's that uh, every plate every plate right we're subscribers yeah. to every plate one of our sponsors of this podcast and julie and zoe and my mom my mom lives with us She, they, all three of them are spending like the every plate thing. It takes like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to make the meal where they're taking an hour to do it every night, but they're having a lot of fun doing it.
1: Yeah. It's good stuff. It's incredible too. It's really good. But
0: this is all sort of, this is an opportunity for all of us this time of year to upload new operating system, new software. Absolutely. And if you guys like one of the podcasts that I've been consuming is All In. Um, That's a great podcast. There are other podcasts that when you go to All In that'll suggest other podcasts you should be listening to as well. But what a lot of you do and should do to keep your minds in action and get yourself and keep yourself motivated for uh, the next year is definitely go back and to consume some of our past podcasts. That's the easiest thing for you to do. They're available on iTunes. They're available on Stitcher. They're available on our main website. There's over – actually, it says on iTunes there's 2,000 shows. There's more like 4,000 shows, but when we switch to a different – um, I forget, we switched from one company to the next. They only allowed us to upload 2,000 shows. That's still a lot of listening. Exactly. That's a lot of listening. That's, and those, that, those shows are an average of probably half hour long.
1: Well, but that's a really good suggestion for those of you who are wired similarly to us and can't just, you know, take a few weeks off, right? <laughs> is, is do some work in the morning. Maybe those are your past clients center are of influence outreaches. Work on your real estate treasure map. Do some of that work in the morning. And then maybe in the afternoon, you get caught up on the podcast, like what we were doing earlier this week about gratitude. And you choose one of those gratitude points. Maybe you work in the morning and then you go be a secret Santa at Target in the afternoon. Totally. Right? So you can mix it up. It doesn't have to be 100% in or out, but you should be very conscious about it and decide how you want the rest of the year to play out.
0: Definitely listen to the last uh, pods we did the last four days of uh, about gratitude. We got some great feedback about that. We're grateful that some of me, so many of you are showing gratitude towards our podcast about gratitude.
1: Yeah, and here's the <laughs> other thing that I really think all of them, if they haven't already or maybe even listened to it a second or third time, I know that we have. Is that Peter Schiff interview? Because there's so much uh, consternation out there about inflation and what's going to happen. Next as there year, should be, as there should be, and you do need to understand it and be able to have some talking points with your your clients and your prospects, so that you don't just have you know some random headline in your head. Get caught up on those podcasts.
0: Knowledge equals confidence. Ignorance equals fear. Our job on this podcast and with our coaching and our books and. All the other ways we try to help you guys is to make it so that you're confident. And then you're going to, once you're confident, you're going to want to help other people. If you're finding yourself hiding behind uh, passive passively generation scammy type things where you think that all of a sudden, if you create enough, you know, intriguing YouTube videos or whatever, people are going to start calling you to list their house. You realize that's an exercise in futility. Some of you guys don't have a, you expect that everything's going to take longer than it should. And it does. If you do things that don't work or don't work quickly. So one of the things we suggest to everyone, if there's not a direct correlation between your effort and the results that you're putting forth, don't do it. There's no reason to do it. So again, being very practical and tactical, if you are going to have a choice between how you're going to spend the next three hours of today, and you have a choice between actually doing what we suggested at the top of today's pod and creating or calling some expires, which you know will lead to appointments, even if you're sketchy at it, it's going to lead to opportunities, or you can then go on Facebook and create a bunch of likes and posts and create a bunch of YouTube videos. 90% of you are going to do the second and not the first. Why? Because it requires no skill. Because there's no, uh, you know, perceived uh, rejection. But the reality of it is, is those don't get you the results. How much, um, how amazing will you feel? Ask yourself this real question. If you actually exercise what we suggested on point one and a half today, and you actually go after some of these expired, or you go and do some of the things we suggest that are going to be direct contact with your past clients and centers of influence to show gratitude how are you going to feel having direct contact with those people hearing what they have to say knowing that you're actually doing what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it at the highest level versus somebody else who's just looking for shortcuts and you know gravitating towards people who tell you that you don't really have to work hard guys you got to wake up you got to grow up because the reality of it is, is what we're telling you is true you many of you all of you really 99 of you have only been selling real estate during a hot crazy sellers market. We don't know for we we gave you guys a lot of predictions, over 20 predictions what we think is going to happen on a previous podcast or a series of them actually. But the reality of it is, is this inflation monster that we're all going to be dealing with. It's unprecedented in our lifetimes. The only other sort of parallel to that is going to be going all the way back to the 70s, and even then everything was different. And again, listen to the Peter Schiff interview, listen to Julian Ice predictions. The reality of it is guys is who you, knew, who you know and what you know matters in this new market. So you got to be doing both. And Julie, the final point of today is point number six.
1: Yes, and we've touched on this because it's so important. Get that real estate treasure map completed. That will establish your goals in five areas of life, which are family, financial, physical, spiritual, and educational. But it shows you how to go about that, as well as your specific production goals. This is personalized to you your ideal daily schedule, and your sources of business. This is your business plan. It gets you into control. So many of you guys send in texts and emails and comments about how you feel like real estate's out of control all the time and it's not predictable. Some of that is true part of the time, but most of it is not true when you actually follow a real business plan like the Real Estate Treasure Map.
0: Guys, stay close. Stay close to Julie and I. Stay close to the podcast. Read the book. Keep your head down. Get work done. And I know that is not what I just said is completely the antithesis of what most everyone else is telling you, Julie and I, and you with your own intellect and your own intellectual curiosity, we will always be able to sniff out any slight pivots in the path that we're all on. But in the interim, make sure you're focusing on what your highest and truest purpose on this planet is. It's not your self actualization guys. It's not doing what you know you're passionate about. Oh, there we go. There's some more crappy book reviews we're about to get. Cause I said that, <laughs> but it's the truth. Okay. It's yeah. the truth. It's about being of service to other people. When you're service to other people, when you're here to help other people, when you're actually in alignment with how can I be of service to other people, then you're naturally going to migrate towards past your ego, past your what's in it for me. And you're going to migrate towards how can I learn to be a better, uh, a better provider of real estate services to buyers and primarily sellers? How can I learn? What do I have to do to become the best version of me as a listing agent? stop worrying about your feelings stop worrying about your slight you know contrived offenses stop worrying about people offending you stop worrying about all that mickey mouse might move your your presence above all the fray and realize what matters most is the service you provide to other people and when you are in alignment with that guess what happens everything comes your way Again, Julie and I don't understand the hypothetical metaphysics that I just described. Some of you hopefully have experienced that in your own lifetimes. But the reality of it is is that's how it really works.
1: That's right. And those of you who have had your best year ever know that because you can go back and identify what caused that. What did you do really well this year? and then you've got to, of course, do it again next year. You know that that works because when we ask you what created your best day in real estate ever, you can say A, B, C, D, and E. I know that that works and I need to be more consistent about it.
0: You can even ask yourself, when did you feel the happiest? When did you feel actually the most in alignment with yourself in all the most meaningful ways? It was when you were being serviced to other people. It's when you were helping somebody else. It's when you are, you know, raising your children or you're taking care of some animal or you were doing something that was being of service to something or someone else, right? Of course that's you Does all that know sense? it. It's intuitive. Everyone knows that. And yet, how much of modern society is trying to convince us that we have to be these narcissistic sort of
1: conflict free.
0: Conflict free. It's all about happiness. And oh my gosh, you're giving me conflict and you're offending me. So now I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to listen to what you have to say. I just there's no sense of me experiencing rejection. My whole point in life is to be passionate and be happy all the time. Guys, that leads you nowhere. The the real path to where you want to be. And more importantly, to have the character of the person you want to be is staying in alignment with who you truly are, which is someone who's designed to be of service to other people. And hopefully all that makes sense to you guys. So in the meantime, make sure you get your homework done. Text the word Harris to 47372. Do download the treasure map and do take us up on our offer for a free coaching call. You guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow.